0: Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Kat Shear, and he is Logan Ewing. Before we get to him, got to thank our sponsor, C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor. Make sure you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at cellucor.com or officialextend.com. That's official d.com and get at least... off your order. If they are running deals, you get 5% off their deal. So it's either 25%, 20% off, if nothing, if they're running a deal 5% off, in addition to what they're offering. Uh, I love their hydration sticks. I love their BCAAs and I love their vanilla ice cream, whey protein. So make sure to go check those out again at sellyoucore.com or official and use the code Clydesdale. All right, let's get to our guest Logan. What's going on Logan?
1: Just enjoying the active recovery slash rest day.
2: Oh, no workouts to talk about today.
1: Absolutely <laughs> not. I don't, and I'm glad about it. I have moved <laughs> off of my couch maybe three times today.
2: Oh, good for you. Scott, did you get a workout in?
0: Uh, today's my rest day.
2: Everybody's resting. I have not worked out yet, but um, funny story. My my gym today, we programmed the uh, last chance qualifier, 100 burpees, to a target for time. And there was like a little bit of a threat of an ice storm this morning. So my 5.15 class, everyone canceled. My 6.30 class, everyone canceled. My 7.45 class, there were two people, and they did their burpees. My 9 a.m., the two people canceled. <laughs> So we have had two people. So now I know when I want to break from coaching program, hundred burpees for time and I'll have the day to myself. So I've been enjoying myself <laughs> and I'll do the workout no. later. Probably.
0: Oh yeah. I was going to ask, did you cancel? Yeah,
2: I'll do it. No, I mean, I'll, okay. I'll do it eventually. I started to front squat a little bit ago and it, I wasn't feeling good. So I just got ready for the podcast and I'll do something later today
0: for sure. All right. Well, uh, Logan and I have beef, so that is why (laughs) we're doing this podcast so that we can settle the beef. Um, apparently I said something that made him cry on a podcast (laughs) this week. So, um, I've apologized on Instagram, but that's not enough for Logan. So we got to have it out right here now.
1: Yep. So what did
0: I say that upset you?
1: The pure slander and misinformation <laughs> that was provided last podcast that I watched of oh. you and Taylor. You were, uh, you said something about misinformation how I, that I talk a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where is the misinformation? I don't. You that are pretty is... quiet. <laughs> oh, come on. Literally the first time I met him was at syndicate crown. And I think I talked to him 37 times in two days. That's it. That's not a lot. (laughs) That's just frequency.
2: That doesn't mean like a lot was said. You just had
0: contact to, to back the other comment I made. You were telling me about your training partner. Gabby McClellan?
1: No, oh, I said I knew Gabby. Okay. Come on. I I've never trained with Gabby. She's way too okay. far away. Wow. Way too far away. Not not now. Logan. Like obviously now, Who's but got in your Colorado. Back? You. Who's
2: got your back, bud? You got me. It's all good.
1: And
0: then we talked about Kelly Stone and I get a DM. Oh yeah, we were training partners.
1: Trained with her team. Because I was on one of their Waterpalooza teams.
0: You're, you're adding stuff that was not <coughs> the original. Uh, see, text. Scott, Scott's this not getting it. Mis- we need this to stop now. Yeah, we need to stop. We need to move on. And then then Taylor comes on. I get a DM from you. Hey, yep. that's my training partner.
1: Then And she 100% confirmed that. That was like an everyday thing for years. So I think it happened with Paige Powers. I trained with Paige. Well, I mean, I guess say I still do, but went to Michigan with Paige, Not with she was there, but
2: you didn't. Um, you didn't do the twelve labor. Uh, you didn't do the uh blah, blah, blah syndicate. Oh, shoot, what's the what's the thing that I Macfest? You didn't do Macfest with Paige, did you? Uh
1: uh-uh. uh, I didn't know that was a thing.
2: She did. She did that a couple years ago.
1: Oh. just reaching. I did oh. not
0: know that. So the comment I made was that every time someone from Colorado comes on, I get a text or a DM from Logan saying, "Hey, that's my old training partner." <laughs> and so, and you you do talk a lot. Uh, there are th- <laughs> there are two episodes uh, from Can West that prove my
1: point. That was all business. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I agree. Um, just- Talked about the events. Nothing else. Never got never got off track. None of that. I have a question. Yeah, are we, are we done here for Scott? Are, are we are done you? with the beef?
2: <laughs> are we done with the beef? Can, can I move on? That's a rest.
1: I've I lost.
0: Guess. I've lost at least three minutes of sleep
1: over this. I, I suppose we can. Yeah. We're good now. Okay.
2: okay. All right. Um, you're in Cokeville, cool. correct? Correct. Um, what did you do this weekend?
1: Like in terms of training?
2: Yeah, were you uh, pushed out of your training facility for the weekend? What happened?
1: Yeah, I I debated, <laughs> you know, like you know the Johnny Knoxville when he like dresses up as the old guy. I was gonna say, did you watch? I debated, all the old I debated doing that and then just going and competing, um, <laughs> so then I could <laughs> win some money and work out too. Right. I ended right. up not doing that though. Uh, I have like all the machines here where I live, so. Mm-hmm and like a barbell just stuff like that so i did uh he did make a sticker of me it's on the back of my laptop um but anyways yeah so i just like did some stuff at home uh snuck into tennessee tech also but i kind of used it as an opportunity to like get some get some rest because i needed some a little bit bit. um i've been training with roman a lot so i Mm. any rest is Appreciate it like today. I, I might not do anything today to be completely honest with you. Just I'm pretty beat up. Uh, my hand is like there's like four different spots that were bleeding yesterday, so I had to stop doing peg boards because I couldn't hold on to the peg because it would just slide off from all the blood. So, oh, geez, to answer your question, I just kind of did some easy stuff at home, uh, mostly a okay. little bit at tech, but mostly just for, for people that aren't. Too-
2: for people that aren't following legends was at your gym this whole weekend. So there was a bunch of, yep. uh, masters, uh, competitors having, yeah, a, and having it an was event. cool too. So.
1: Cause, um, Jason Grubb, who I've actually like kind of known him since I was like 15. Um, we competed at a local Colorado event <sighs> together. Um, and then Cal Charrington, I've known him for a while through his son. His son used to go to my dad's gym. So, I just kind of stopped by and watched them, and then one of my buddies, Connor McDonald, was coaching somebody there, oh, yeah. so just went and kind of hung out for a while, like I think I went every single day for at least a little bit
2: to see how how it was cool it was cool, yeah, well, they put on a good event i mean did you were you part of the mayhem Classic at all? Were you around at that time or no yeah
1: well,
2: that was that was a cool event too they just he,
1: it's he a was nice like space twelve then. Yeah, I was, eight, I was 18. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You hadn't made your way south yet.
1: Uh-uh.
0: So you subtly, subtly name dropped Roman. Yes. That you've been working out with him. Yes. Surprised I didn't get a DM on that one as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not from Colorado. That's <laughs> true. That's true. True. A little bit further away than Colorado. Yeah.
1: It's cold though. Uh,
0: so. So, I, you know, it's been out there that he has moved to Cookville. Yep. Uh, and is he training there full time? Yes. Is he officially mayhem athlete
1: now? Yeah. Um, from what I've heard, um, he his programming's from Facundo. And yeah. so, like. So,
0: pretty much mayhem.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Facundo is mayhem. He's He does, like, he works with all of the um European. foreign athletes okay. and yeah he does like the individual programming too for a lot of people within the states i guess i didn't know well, how much his role was but i guess it's a lot like i thought it was mostly just like the foreign athletes but i guess he does a lot of individual programming and yeah so when he, he speaks like
2: 18 languages so he can really communicate yeah, with everybody like, well. I,
1: they were having a debate Aren't the other day you? they're like i think it's seven i th-, and they're like i think it's eight i'm like i know one so Seven or eight (laughs) is pretty cool. Like,
2: I know one and not very well even.
1: (laughs) I know one and then I know like the bad stuff in Spanish. I don't know anything really truly useful in Spanish. Right. And that's like, yeah. So that's impressive. Love it.
0: So now you've got quite the stable of athletes there. Haley has decided to stay. Yep. You've got Roman there. Um, I don't know what Luke and them are doing. Are Luke and Angelo going team again? Is Luke going individual? Are you not at Liberty to say any of this stuff?
1: Uh, I'm at Liberty to say some stuff about that. Luke has said he's 100% committed to individual. Um, I talked to Angelo a lot about team stuff. Um, Luke has floated the idea of Angelo and I going team. Uh, and
2: that'd be cool.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, yeah. Just got to see where the chips fall. But yeah, as of right now, I don't think we have a team yet at any team at mayhem, which is crazy because we had three last year.
0: <laughs> and it's the, the rules have definitely been softened because you don't have that hundred mile radius anymore. Yeah. You just have to do the workouts in the same affiliate um, which makes it easier, but you also have some time then, right? You have until the first yeah. open workout, to kind of put that together. Um, do you think going team would be good for your career to get some experience?
1: Uh, yeah, that that that's why I'm open to it is because um, I know it would be really beneficial for me in terms of the experience. Yes. Um, and then like being on, especially if it's the only team, being on a mayhem team gives you great exposure, gives you better opportunities. So then you don't necessarily have to worry as much about um, sponsor stuff. Cause you'll, I mean, if you're on a mayhem team, like some of that stuff will take care of itself. Um, and then, yeah, definitely just getting to train with the purpose of the games. Like, obviously I still trained hard through the whole summer. Um, and kind of was just there to be whoever's punching bag, whoever needed it, um, for the games. Uh, and like that, yeah, you get, I definitely got fitter during that, but there's, there's a difference when you're training to keep everybody else just keep them fit just be along with them and then there's a difference between that and then actually being ready to go like i had to i had to make sure i was ready to go because i was the independence alternate so i didn't want um if if one of them got hurt i didn't want to be the guy that steps in and just completely ruins it for everybody so i made sure to stay fit after after atlas for can west and then after can west i was like i can hold my fitness for another few weeks So let's
0: go back to Roman real quick because our our sample size of Roman is and I didn't I didn't realize you guys are training together so this isn't even in my notes. Um, our sample size on Roman is really small because it's taken him five years to get here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? What is it like day in and day out in the gym with that with that cyborg?
1: Yeah. So obviously, like like you've said there's studs down here and a ton of them uh we've i mean we've got even more people that have moved down within the last like month and a half like um uh, we got two from michigan they were on the eighth day team they're good uh louisa and lucas just moved from brazil they're good uh stew from i think he's from missouri he just moved down like we got we have a ton of people and it's like it's just a different vibe with roman so like Luke, it was going to be me, him, and Luke kind of doing all all the offseason stuff together, probably even continue it in the season. And Luke has a bit of a shoulder thing going on, so he's kind of been focused on getting that right while he's prepping for Um, So I just – I was like, hey, dude, don't worry about it. Like, I'll train with Roman. And so it's just been Roman and I – he's just dragging me from one thing to the next. And, like, you can – when he and I are, like, going out for a workout – you can kind of see everybody just kind of like watch us. And then we come back in and like, I'm like crawling basically. Like I can't, I'm done. Like I'm ready to be done for the day. And then he's just, he'll go one more. And it's like, oh, bro. And then he'll pull it up. I write it down and then we go do it. And then he'll be like, okay, now rest. And I'll be like, all right. And he's like, come back in two hours. I'm like, oh, bro, two hours. Then we come back, do it all over again. And I mean, his workouts are – they're hard. They're very, very hard. And he just – he's really good at everything. Like there's – his biggest weakness, he is like saying kind of like handstand push-up type stuff. Um, So like just inverted, I guess, on his hands type of those movements and then uh, somewhat muscle-ups. And we had a workout that was deficit-strict handstand muscle-ups, and double dumbbell overhead lunges. So I'm like – back in when he was here in the spring, I'm like, this is a workout that I can I can actually, like, beat him on. So I, it, that was my mindset going into it. I was like, I can finally get one. He beat me by, like, two seconds. I was like, dude, wow, can I have something, man? Like he's <laughs> just – he's so good at – he's so good at everything. And he just, like – every athlete that I've ever competed – train like anything with like you can you can tell even if it's just like a tiny bit you can tell like kind of when they start to feel it in a workout because maybe they maybe they wear it on their face or maybe they actually slow down a little bit like you can kind of see the pain start setting. I don't think he has that like I honestly don't. (laughs) There's workouts where I'm like I'm in the middle of the pain like I'm dying and I'll look over and he's just chilling and it's like bro how are you how are you not dying right now? And then like, as soon as he, if we're doing like intervals, as soon as the set's over and it's the rest break, he's like dying on the floor. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I can get him. And then as soon as the next one ticks, he's just right back. Like just nothing's going on. He's perfectly fine. I'm like, so he goes so hard during that. He doesn't feel it during. And then as soon as it's over, he feels it. But then as soon as it starts again, it's like, all right, we're good.
0: The urban legends are already starting. Because there is such a small sample size with him. And in our chats, like, he probably grew up fighting bears and drinking vodka. <laughs> you know, don't forget the bushel of bananas he eats after every wad.
1: <laughs> yes. He had, like, eight <laughs> in one day during quarterfinals.
0: Eight bananas. Yeah. I My stomach would be gurgling so hard if I ate eight bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, maybe we I should do it, that
1: on the air one day
0: Eat <laughs> bananas like Roman no, and see how we
1: react. I think it was Angela and I, maybe that we like looked up, like, we're like, maybe they're like a delicacy in Russia and they just like, don't have them available. Mm-hmm. No, they, they have them. Like we have them. I was like, <laughs> Hey, the man just likes bananas. And I mean, was this is this your dad? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet.
2: He knows. <laughs> how's, um, how's Roman's English? Coming along, it's
1: actually like I was surprised because he it there was none in the spring, like, yeah, even like pretty simple stuff, he didn't necessarily understand. He knew like all the movements because I guess that's kind of like from what I've gathered. With all the is that bad blood
0: that should have played that should have (laughs) played at the beginning of this,
2: yeah. That is that is my ring, that's my ringtone for (laughs) everyone. Sorry, I'll silence my phone. That was my dad,
1: I'll call him back, yeah. So, like. (laughs) When he was here for quarters, like, from what we've gathered, like, international athletes, they still use, like, the same English terms for movements. So then they know them. Um, So -hmm. he knew all the CrossFit movements. He knew Banana. um, But it was was very limited. And unfortunately, like, when we have, like, people that speak Spanish, like, there's some – you can kind of translate stuff and kind of pick up on what they're saying. Yeah. If you look at the alphabet, like, like, I don't – it's hard to, there's no correlation between the two, but yeah, no, since he's been back, I guess when he was in Madison, uh, the people there are Russian and obviously they speak English now. So they, I think they helped him out a lot. Cause now he understands quite a bit of it. Like I can, I don't talk normal necessarily, but I use like the same words I would. I just don't talk like as fast or say as many words. And like, you just yeah. kind of look at him and he like, there's just like a quick second. And then he's like, then he starts to go and it's like, huh? You use your hands
2: used? a lot? Do you do, you, do, you, do, you do like simulated <laughs> sign language sometimes when you're Some, trying to sometimes, yeah things?
1: Sometimes. But it was funny. Um, Sasha, when they were this summer, they like, they, they're Spanish. That's, they don't speak a ton of English and they were mm-hmm. telling me they're like, you've been good. Cause I spent a lot of time with her and her husband. Um, And they are like, you've been good for us because you talk so much that we've started to learn English. And the other day, Roman said the same thing. He was like, Logan is good for my English. He talks a lot. (laughs) Like, All right. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Why was that again? Because I talked a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I rest. Who's throwing who under the bus now? Yeah. Hey, Jack Jack had my back, though, on the day three of Canwest, or maybe it was day two post when you were saying how I talk a lot and then he said that I'm actually pretty good in the warm-up area so <laughs> at least I've got one person on my side
0: well Jack talks so little that yeah you you just kind of <laughs> offset each other so you become the yin and yang together and it's all that's fine. true
1: that's very true yeah Jack's a good dude I like Jack a lot after uh after the final workout he was like dude i have a flight to catch he's like do you know if we need to stay for like now this is this is funny now for, but for the like, prize checks yeah he was like do we need to stay for our checks <laughs> and i was like i don't know bro and he's like okay and then he like stands there, he's like can you go ask the guy i was like sure I'm like i'll go ask him for you it's like a ra- it's want. like
2: a raffle ticket you have to be there to to collect your prize if you're not no, there because we were to somebody we else. were all
1: there we were all there and uh <laughs> I know none of us got our prize. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, unfortunate. So that that's actually a great
0: segue. I actually have that on the board. So the, the Can West fiasco. Yeah. When you were there, did you get a sense that this was going to be the way it was? Or did you feel at the end, like, no, this was all right.
1: No, I mean, it was a, there was a lot going on the whole event. That was like, this is weird. Um, yeah. Just issues going on the whole time that made it sound like these wouldn't pop up, and then they popped up, and they didn't like no one knew what to do. So it's like, all right, so we're not preparing for that. Um, we kind of got some inside info on the like the whole HWPO side of things, like that they initially weren't gonna outsource their programming, and then they decided to, and that now like now they're in the hole and then this venue cost came up I'm like how why was that not handled beforehand like it was you good were workouts. hearing all
2: this during the competition
1: yeah like
2: oh that's stressful. saturday
1: night i think and then so as we were leaving um cooper and brett the three of us got a room by the airport because we left all all three of us had early flights and like where we were mm-hmm. at was really far from the airport. So we didn't want to have to wake up at 2 a.m. Um, and on our way there, I was like, hey, like, was that weird that we didn't get anything payment-wise today? And they were like, yeah, that was kind of weird. I was like, because every time I've ever had prize money at a comp, like, you get it while you're there. And they told us there that it would be – they would get our banking info. And I was like, okay, so they're not doing checks. Like, that's weird. But then I was like, all right, whatever. And then they're like, "You'll have it by Tuesday, so it won't be a big deal." Like we're talking two days. I was like, "All right, that's fine." Um, and then when I got back, cause I got back late Monday. So I guess like Tuesday morning rolls around, and I was like, "All right, I'm supposed to get paid today." And then like it completely slipped my mind because I went to back to the gym to train just to make sure I was ready in case I needed to go uh, with one of the with the Independence team. And then like Thursday rolls around, and I'm just sitting here, and I was like. We never got paid, did we? And I like checked my bank account. I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't. And then they sent us an email. It had to have been probably that Thursday. And they're like, we're having issues because of the American bank accounts. And I was like, that just doesn't seem like a valid reason. Like, it's not like it's it's not like you can't send money to people that are in different countries. So then I was like, I feel like that was an excuse, but whatever. I was like, maybe they're just maybe they're just behind. And then it just kept more and more kept going. And I was like, I don't think we're getting paid.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, we've had sponsors that are Canadian and they send me PayPal.
1: Yeah. There's ways and like, yeah, it's not that complicated. Like think about how much international business is done. Think about how many athletes that, come to North America, like, especially here at mayhem, we have a bunch of athletes that aren't from here. So they get money from other places. Like it works. Otherwise it just like, that seems stupid. So it, it, that, that was like kind of telling, I was like, all right, we're, we're probably in for something right now. And then it just kept getting worse.
0: So did they keep perpetuating the lie all the way through the year? Cause you still haven't gotten paid.
1: Correct. Oh no. Uh we I don't think we are. I don't think we are. Yeah. Um You've written that off. Yeah. So then they they like came out and said that we would get an email by like August 31st. Didn't get an email then. Um and then after they put on can east, they sent us an email like 2 weeks later with like this plan to pay us. It was going to be like 3 months. You get 25%, 25%, 50%. Um, at the end of each month. And I was like, all right, you know what, like it's late, but better than nothing. And right. so then when I was in, so our first payment was supposed to be, I want to, I want to say the last day of September. So we headed out to South Carolina for crash, uh, crash crucible. And I think I was at Chipotle with my buddy and Luke and checked my email. And I was like, I still, I still haven't gotten paid check and bank accounts. like, still haven't gotten paid three days later. I'm like, okay, something's up email, like message, James message, message a couple people. I'm like, Hey, you heard anything? Have you gotten anything? They're like, no. I was like, all right, so we're not getting paid. And they're like, yeah, we can't stick to this payment plan. Like a week later, I'm like, bro. Take care. And then, and then like two emails later, maybe I like stop paying attention to their emails after that. But then like two emails later, um, they told us they're putting on new events and they like asked us to promote it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like that, I would feel stupid promoting that. Like, Hey, here's this, right. here's this event. That- right.
2: But probably telling you like, Hey, if you don't promote it, your chances of getting paid are, you know, like if you oh, promote 100%. it, it will help you get paid. Right. And you're like, yeah. uh, yeah, which I
1: I, I, I get that. but also like if you know what a Ponzi scheme is right they're definitely leaning towards Ponzi scheme so I'm like I don't really want to be a part of that you know
2: yeah what a shame
1: so
0: Wad Zombie put this up I think it's a I think it would be a huge PR move for CrossFit if they did this Um, but it's CrossFit's money they can choose to do with or with whatever they want. It just I that would be a really cool move if anyone stepped in and said, Hey, we're gonna pay the athletes and or at least just half don't or something. Hold any you know, more just, events.
2: Right. Yeah. Not allowed and to be licensed
1: like, anymore. To be honest with you, if I just got like if it was just like they sent some of us the money back that it took us to travel there, I'm sure it still sucks. Okay. Like it still pisses you off a little bit, but at least then you're not in the hole, you know? Yeah. Like if you can at least break even, like that's fine. And still doesn't fix everything. And yeah, like w- when this was all going on, like one of the, one of the people that worked there, actually Bella, she was the MC. She like messaged me. She's like, Hey, did you, you guys still haven't gotten paid? I was like, no. And then I was like, I was like, please tell me you have though. And like, yeah, it took, took a month of arguing back and forth and I was like, well, you know, like at least for her, at least she got paid because whether you're, whether you're the guy that got last place or the guy that got first place, everybody that went to that competition to compete was competing with the chance that they make $0. The people that went there to work went out there with the expectation that they're getting paid no matter what. So it's like for her, like, and there was another guy too. I'm like, at least they got paid. Because they were, there was no risk for them. There's risk for us. Like you get hurt or you just sure. don't show up and perform very well, you could walk away empty-handed. Or if you win it, as of right now, you still walk away <laughs> empty-handed. But that's besides <laughs> the point. Like for them, like they went out there. That's their job. For us, it's like we're trying to win that money. For them, they went out there because they were guaranteed money. So yeah. at least they got paid. Like that's that's one thing.
2: Yeah. Bella's crushing it too. Was she, she was an MC at this weekend. Was she not?
1: She was oh, Dubai. She wasn't. I okay, actually she couldn't I knew tell she you who the Dubai. MCs were this weekend. Um, they did a good job though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they were, if they're like, there were a bunch of people that had the mic. So Call maybe it was just yeah. people that were volunteering. I don't know, but everybody that had the mic did a great job this weekend.
0: So I also wanted to talk about because I didn't know this until I interviewed Taylor, is that your dad owns a gym? Yep. CrossFit 970. Love in Colorado. Check him out. <laughs> All of Logan's training partners work out there. Just kidding, dude. Um, so <laughs> so you grew up you grew up in a gym, right? Yeah. And how beneficial was that for you doing what you're doing today?
1: Oh, I mean, it was very beneficial. Um, Not just from the fitness side of things, but from a business side of things. Like uh, my brother and I would the summer of 2018. So when I was training for the games, we would go in on Sunday and spend a while, like helping in every way we could with the actual construction of the gym. And then from there, like just hearing my dad, whether it's talking to me and one of his business partners or just talking to me, talking to me and my mom, uh, just hearing like the business side of things that goes on there. Like you learn that. And then for me, I've tried to apply that as an athlete, like my business side of things. Um, so that, that was big too. And then it's, you have an expectation of how you're going to act and how you're going to carry yourself when you're the owner's son. And so that was, that was like the biggest thing for me is I was 16 when he bought into the gym. Um, but he's been, everybody used to think he was the owner from the time I was like 10 years old. So I was always expected to act way more mature than I was. And luckily I think that that carried into aspects of my life that have nothing to do with CrossFit, like just being able to carry yourself correctly
0: Yeah, I can see that totally. Do you ever see yourself owning a gym yourself?
1: I I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. No, uh, it's, it's a lot of work, but it definitely, they have fun. Um, they, they put a little lounge area upstairs like right before I went home last time for Thanksgiving and they put a ping pong table up there and I swear to God, half the people there just spend their day there now. I'm like, you guys, you guys all just quit your jobs and this is what you do now. And, my dad bought his own ping pong paddle because the the regular ones just aren't good enough, and then, like everybody else has their own paddles now I'm like, you know what at least they're having fun like it's a fun time like you guys look like idiots, but at least you're having fun <laughs> because there are no competitive people in crossFit no, none,
0: none no. <laughs> <laughs> so how often do you get back to Colorado
1: in the off season a lot I spent. All of August there. Um, I went back in September and I went back in October (laughs) and these September and October is like a week. And then I went back for uh, Thanksgiving for a week and then I'll be back and I leave in like six days. I'll be back. Only be back for a week. I wanted to be back longer for Christmas, but I got to move my stuff to a new place. So can't really do that. Unfortunately. And how long have
0: you been in Cookville?
1: Uh, I think my the day I got here was January 2nd or 3rd, so almost a year. Wow. Yeah. It
0: seems like you've been there for a long time, but it really I just met you at Syndicate, so it's been less than a year.
1: Yeah, when I when you met me at Syndicate, that would have been like 4 or 5 months that I'd been here.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's
1: crazy. Like it the off season it was weird because, like, I had Wadapalooza. I left for Wadapalooza, I want to say, only, like, five days after I moved here. So I never felt settled in. And then, like, when we got back, like, training was very different. Um, it was less structured, like, in terms of group stuff. So until, like, semis training, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit before quarters, but until, like, semis training, it never, like, felt fully, like, I don't want to say home, but, like, normal yet. And then, like once once you put in that work for semis, it then it becomes like that's your normal, Uh, and then you start to be a lot more comfortable with all the people because like a lot of a lot of the people um, I didn't have a relationship with them until like right before quarterfinals. Uh, Obviously, like Haley Page, I knew Luke, I knew decently well just from when I visited, Uh, but that was that was kind of it. Like, and then now I feel like feel like I can have super long conversations with any of them. And then like when the new athletes move to town, like I know what it was like. So I try to like help them along as best as I can. And I feel like, I, yeah, I just feel like it, it, it's kind of hard moving to a new place like that, especially because for the people here, like there's new new athletes moving in all the time. So it's like, they're not focused on you. They're focused on continuing training. Um, so you kind of got to just help each other out, pull each other along.
0: So I want to get to Zalos games. You were one of the 24 athletes that got to participate there. I contend that the future of CrossFit are going to be at events like that. Yeah. Where you can see everybody in a heat, um, run smaller events all over the world, as opposed to like big one, big event. What was your experience like?
1: Oh man, I'm uh I'm sad that I didn't really get to do day two, um, but that day, that was so fun. Um, when Jared, I was actually it was my last day I think of one of my visits home to Colorado, and I I was training, but I wasn't like training training. And Jared texted me while I was at dinner, and he's like, Hey, would you be interested in coming out? And I was like, Yeah. When is it? He's like. a little over a month from now i was like yeah i was like count me in i'll do it like i haven't been to vegas um i bet i went back one time when i was 18 but i used to live there when i was like really little so i was like yeah i was i'm always down to go back to vegas uh jared's an awesome dude like i spent quite a bit of time with him when he was he came to cookville between syndicate and mac so i spent quite a bit of time with him uh we kind of hung out in the coffee shop so I was like, yeah, dude. Like, any anything? Yeah, I'm down. And so I was super glad to go out there. And then when the format and stuff started kind of coming out, I was like, four person heats. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I don't <laughs> never done that. And then uh, when we when we were going on that first one, I was like, this is actually like really cool. And the vibe was awesome too. Like, I knew quite a few of the guys already, um, but the ones that I didn't know, like. I swear, like, we were, like, all super good buddies by the end of the weekend. Like, usually, like, you get, like, a group of a couple people that you start to, like, talk to and be friends with throughout the competition. Like, all 12 dudes, and even the girls, even. Like, we were all, like, just having a good time. Like, there was not a lot of pressure, you know? Because it's, like, we're doing this for fun. We're doing this because we want to promote the event. We want to help Jared out. Obviously, like, we're going to take it serious on the floor, but, like, nobody's, like... The stress levels, that was the lowest it's ever been at a comp. And yet we were still like just all out on the floor. So it was was really fun.
0: Well, you came out like a house on fire, (laughs) um, doing really well. And then you suffered some kind of an injury and you're pretty open book. So are you doing okay now?
1: Yeah. um, Last night, I guess, would have been the first time that I've done any jumping since then. I thought it was a good idea. It was not a good idea. Uh, So I was snatching and I figured I would just save energy by power snatching as long as I could. Mm -hmm. And the 245 bar, I power snatched the first rep and my foot caught the logo that was in my lane. And so it slid Mm -hmm. out and then just twisted my knee up. Uh, Yeah, it, it it was actually pretty bad. I didn't realize necessarily the extent of it um when i came back got looked at and they're like yeah uh, i think you s- did a little damage to your mcl acl um and then when i was in high school i broke the tibial plateau um which isn't a big deal like it heals pretty quick and like you don't have to do anything really for it it just really hurts and so i did that again um i went and got looked at yeah. and they were saying it was a grade 2 mcl acl tear uh, meniscus and then the tibial plateau So I was in, I was in rough shape. Like it just swelled up a lot. Um, so when I went and got evaluated after that event, like they're like, I don't think you should, you should continue. And I was like, there's only one event left. Like I would rather do one rep on the floor and have to quit than do zero reps and just sit in the stands. Um, so I went out and tried it and yeah, it it didn't go well. It, It didn't go well. I, uh, on one of the – I think it was the second Devil's Press, I, like, went up, and as I was going up, my left leg, like, slid a little bit, and I was just like, I, oh. I shouldn't have done this. Like, I should have sat this one out. But, no, it's it's all good now. Like, I just got to be a little uh, cautious of, of things. Just make sure I'm squatting with, like, excellent technique. And other than Perfect that, it's form. fine. Yeah. I was doing – I say I hadn't jumped yet. I really hadn't jumped until yesterday. And I was doing 48 inch box jumps with Roman, so that probably wasn't the best yeah. introduction back into jumping. Just double unders and 48 inch box jumps, so <laughs> full send. All right,
0: so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a tough question now, right? Oh, so as an observer, your weakness is getting stronger, correct? Yep. Right, hundred percent. Damaging your knee is not ideal for someone who is trying to get stronger.
1: You know, I was thinking that too.
0: Someone who is young like you, you did a lot of events this year in the off season. Looking back, should you have dialed that back a bit and worked on your goat? Or are you addicted to competition?
1: I don't know that I'd say I'm addicted to competition. I actually enjoy training more than I enjoy competing. Um, I don't know because South Carolina, like we, we didn't, we didn't taper for it. Um, and man, that was, that was a hard event. I'm not going to lie. Probably should have tapered for it. Um, that was crash. Yeah. I'm really glad like that. I did that because how hard the programming was and how different it was like it, Gave me a chance to touch on the things that I needed to do. Um, Zalos, I'm glad I did it. Um, obviously not glad with the end result with my knee. Um, but I think the first event was telling to the things outside of strength that I've been working on, which is, number one, just believing in my strategy and believing like that I'm going to do it right. Because I always second-guessed myself when it came to actual game time. And I didn't second guess that one. Like anybody that watched it, the last round of bike, I sat on the bike and I watched everybody else start doing their step-ups. And I was like, that's fine. I'm going to beat you where it counts on the muscle-ups. And uh, shout out Brian Friend. He he told me that he could tell that I've been working on my pacing. And he was Mm -hmm. complimenting my pacing abilities, which was – that was my – honestly, probably my main takeaway from – Atlas was my pacing. Obviously. Yeah. I need to get stronger. Um, but my main takeaway I think is that I need to number one, just believe in my pacing and then stick with it and like pace it properly. So I felt like I did it correctly there. Um, but can West, like other than the money thing, I don't regret doing that. Um, I needed something to keep me entertained, to keep my fitness up between semis and the games just in case I had to go. Um, so that was a good that was good for that. So I don't I don't I, I'm glad I did all the competitions I did. Um, and I'm that's part of why I decided I needed to find a third teammate for Wadapalooza and because one of them he took an RX invite, which is three day. And after that, I was like, you know what? Maybe I just shouldn't do Wadapalooza and I should use this time to really give myself an off season.
2: And so, is that
0: what
1: you're doing? I think that's good. Yep, no water polo this year. Next year, okay. technically. I think
0: I think that's smart.
1: Yeah, so I'll still have dedicated time to get stronger, and then even through even through quarterfinals, I'll be training with the goal of getting stronger in mind. Um, but unless you're Haley, you don't get to ignore your CrossFit as much because she's so good at literally everything else that she can put so much emphasis on strength. Like she doesn't really have a weakness other than strength, like everything else in CrossFit, she is so good at. And so I I want to continue to improve as much as I can across the board. So let me
0: ask you this. Haley now has
1: some special
0: strength coaches that are working with her other coaches to get her to where she needs to be. Yep. Does any of that become available to you working out in the same place as her? Or is that just Haley's coach?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just Haley's coach, but I mean, she's she's offered to let me hop in. Um I I have I just now what is it three weeks now? Three weeks now that I've had my own strength coach. Um he's his name's Cole, he's out of uh Anika's gym seven seven eight two. He's uh, Brett, her coach called me and he's like, "Hey, dude, like, I want you to meet this guy, Um, talk with him, and if you if you think it's a good fit, then you should do it. If not, like, it is what it is." And so far, I've enjoyed it, Um, getting stronger, and it was good because he eased me into it a lot more than like other cycles, like strength cycles would, which was perfect with coming off of my knee so yeah i like where we're at with that and our plan is to continue building through through the season like even before semis like want to want to really peak and be as strong as possible for semis even quarters too like a little mini peak in the strength for that
0: any other changes going into the 23 season
1: no not really um I guess I've just been. Now I'm kind of full time Roman's punching bag, um, which has been amazing. Honestly, like he he's he's kicking my ass every day, but it's it's good. It's really good for me because I'm I'm pushing the pace on stuff that like I'm hitting num- numbers on machines that I didn't know existed, <laughs> and still not keeping up with him. I held at the end of a workout the other day. It had 50 cows at the end on the echo bike and i held 500 watts and he still beat me by 15 seconds on it i i I don't understand it and then we did a 10 set workout 10 10 sets every two minutes 20 cal bike on the c2 bike and 10 deadlifts and i was like i was so impressed with myself with the i was holding like 2,000 on the calories per hour and he was destroying me on the bike and i like walked over like what are you holding he's like 2,500. I was like, I didn't know it went that high. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Wow! What exciting. does that do from a, that's cool. What does that do from a mental perspective? Like it's, it's cool that you get to work out with this cyborg, right? <laughs> Who's doing things that you didn't even know were possible, but you're getting, you're getting, you're like, you call yourself a punching bag. Yep. Are, do you do you have someone that you use as a punching bag on certain events in the gym? Do you beat up Luke in muscle ups
1: or <laughs> something just to feel better? Uh no, I. Uh, he, it, you know, I'm fine with it. I went from training for like just back home for years, being like the only guy the up best. there, yeah. yeah, and being being a big fish in a small pond. And now, like now that I'm down here, I'm like, you know what? I, I moved across the country for a reason. So if I if I'm not winning every workout, like that's good. That means I should be here. Um, every now and then, like there's there's some guys around the gym that are they're not sem- quite semifinals levels athlete. Um, and so I'll tr- I'll like every now and then do stuff with them, and not that I need it or anything, but yeah, like it you you beat them, and it feels kind of nice to not lose every once in a while but at the end of the day like that's not what it's about um as long as i'm still improving on the things i need to improve on like that's all i can control like i can't i'm not gonna hang with roman on a machine but if i'm holding a higher pace than i normally would like what what is there to be mad about that's, i damn right. sure that's can't. progress damn sure can't carry a sandbag like he can I, I it's like normal for him like we were doing like 200 pound carries and like I don't, I'm not bad at carries, but eventually after so long, I am going to have to set the sandbag down. I don't, I don't know when he hits that point. (laughs) So your victories are in
0: seeing your numbers get better while he's your rabbit.
1: Yeah. He's a pretty good rabbit too. So yeah. But yeah, I mean like even when we had a, ty the kid that won the 16 17 division when we had him down here for a little bit i did his waterpalooza team qualifier with him like the workout and it was a workout that normally i wouldn't be good at but i'd been working on like devil's presses a lot and i was able to do really really well on that workout and afterwards he was like dude i don't know how you how you held that pace And i was like he's like asking me how and i was like bro I don't know how I held that pace either. I was like, I'm just as surprised as you. Cause I like told him, I was like, Hey, like, do you want me to go all out or do you want me to pace you? He's like, go all out. Fully expecting it to be like super close. And yeah, I just, I had a really good, good workout on that one. And I was like, yeah, dude, I I don't, I don't know how I did that. (laughs) Uh, Yep. I True or not uh, true? It's, it's true. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> you
2: are the sandbag. <laughs>
1: he's he's not a human. He he posted on his story the other day, like a picture of his like bed set up, and it's just the floor. And this was right after he moved. So Angela and I are like, hey dude, like if your bed hasn't if you haven't gotten it to Cookville yet, like we have extra mattresses if you want to borrow one. And he's like, No, 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 I have bed. He's like, bed is for <laughs> wife. He's like, I like the floor. And I was like, bro, what? <laughs> Dude sleeps on the floor. i was like, all right. As I've got this Another nice urban legend. mattress. I was like, dude, I was like, maybe I that's need to gotta be a, on new, the floor. a new
0: game show. We just say <laughs> outrageous things about Roman and are they true or not?
1: Yeah. It's actually funny. There was one of my friends, uh, saw his baby and he was like, Hey, like he has two babies. I was like, no, like he has one. And they're like, no, he, he has to have two. They're like, because the, the other one was born like nine months ago. I was like, yeah. They're like, that's the baby? I was like, yeah. They're like, I thought that was a two-year-old. I was like, yeah, oh, no, that's God. the baby. I mean, he's got good genetics, yeah. so he'll be fine. Baby's, baby's running <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah, he's already clean and jerking 300 pounds.
0: All I can picture is a wad with like an 800-meter run. You collapse halfway through. And Roman picks you up and carries you back as his, as his finisher.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's not even his finisher. That's his. yeah. That's like his easy He's cashing. Yeah. No, he's such a good dude though. He's so nice.
2: I want to ask you, Logan, back to Zalos games. Did you have any um, interesting encounters with the head judge?
1: <laughs> Hiller. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, we like, we kind of went back and forth at each other, like joking around. Um, I've, I've had like some conversations with him since like April. So, okay. Uh, he, he came over and he was like, we were all at the briefing. So we all kind of knew what was going on. And he was like, make sure you don't touch your monitor on the bike, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was here at the briefing. And he was like, I've already dished out six penalties. I was like, okay, I was here at the briefing and I paid attention at the briefing. He's like, all right, then you should be (laughs) fine. But no, I mean we right. we were there when he was doing his uh, his cleans his split clean at like three fifty five or whatever, and I was like, right, all right. And then he was, yeah, as he was kind of walking around, we were all like, oh, he's on drugs, so like it doesn't count. So we were all kind of just going back and forth with him.
0: <laughs> were you there when he fell off the salmon ladder?
1: No, that was <gasps> that was the night before we got there. But I saw that video and I was dying. I laugh because like that's something that would happen to like me or my dad, and like that <laughs> that looked like it hurt. I was like, "Damn, yeah. son!" Like he went, he pancaked onto the ground. I was like, "Dude,"
2: I, I thought he lost consciousness for a second. I had to rewind and
1: slow I mo- that to make back. sure he
2: didn't. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was intense.
0: Yeah, and then I think Margo Alvarez posted yesterday uh, her doing the salmon ladder, like two rungs at a time.
1: Oh, that's got to oh make Hiller feel good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because there's did, nothing Margot Alvarez can't do.
1: I didn't watch like, it intently enough to know if he just like, did he just straight up miss it? Or did he just go back too far when he came out of the first so I, one? I
0: I think he was trying to go back down. Yeah. Oh. And just missed. Yeah, he, he was fine going up. <laughs> it was trying to come back down.
2: Oh, a little too aggressive <laughs> coming out of it.
1: Yeah, That's the story of how I go. That's how I was on the pegboard yesterday. I about fell like three times and then Roman came over and looked at my hand. He's like, no more, no more. I'm like, probably a good idea. <laughs>
2: I'm glad he's looking out so my for me la- in that regard.
1: My last
0: question for you. Last time we talked to Paige, they had just finished the, the new Mayhem Athlete area at the gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you working out there or do you, do you guys still go out to the barn sometimes?
1: So, we're Roman and I, we're the first ones there every day. Um, I like working out at 8 30. He likes working out at 8 30. So, it works perfectly. Um, so, we'll go out to the athlete area and we'll start our warm up there. And then, kind of depending on what the workout is, we might go back into the main gym. Um, but it's always between those two. Between the athlete facility and the main gym, um, especially in the morning, because in the morning it's closed. I think the I, I got I think the gym closes from like nine fifteen for a while, so it's just us. So it's a lot easier to train in the main gym at that time. So like, there's pegboards, like sleds. Uh, for him, he doesn't like to lunge on the uh, flooring. He prefers to lunge on the turf. Sure. Um, which is weird because he sleeps on the floor, not on a mattress. So you'd think that wouldn't <laughs> matter, but apparently it does. Uh, Who knew so just he like, had fragile uh, <laughs> Yeah, just stuff like that. We'll go out to the main area for uh, rope climbs. You can do them in the athlete facility, but it's definitely preferred to do them in the main gym. Um, and then in the afternoon, it gets, it gets pretty packed, and they're like between the class, which is, I mean, 20 people, and then there's probably another like – Thirty plus people that are just there for open gym. So like, athletes, yes. Oh, wow. Um, obviously only a select number of that are like semifinal and games athletes. But I mean, there's so many people here that are quarterfinals athletes that are in there still grinding. So there's no shortage of people there. Um, so in the afternoon, we try to stay in the athlete facility. Sometimes I don't. Is this going to be
2: your first open at at Mayhem?
1: No, I did the last one there
2: you did it last year. What does that look like? What is, you know, do you guys all get together film judge? How does that work?
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, I think kind of we use it as like a pre run for quarters um, just to get Mm -hmm. that type of stuff down, but it's super chill. Like I didn't know what to expect necessarily. So I I went home to Colorado and surprised my dad for the first one. So I didn't, I didn't get, I, I watched the first one here before I flew home. Mm-hmm. So I didn't necessarily get to see like the ins and outs of it. Um, but then like when week two for the deadlift one, there was a big heat of us. I think it was me, Haley, Gee, Angelo, Bailey, and Paige all went together. And it, it's a little hectic, which is good because that's what you want. So you're used to it for quarters. Um, but sure. then week, week three, um, I ended up going with just rich and Sam and that one I was like, all right, I'm going to push the pace a little bit on this one. Cause that's kind of cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's super chill. It's like a, it's like quarterfinals, but more chill, honestly. Um, I was
2: just, I was just trying to imagine like the logistics. Do you guys do it with the affiliate? Is it part of Friday night no, lights? No, no, no. We do it. it we do it
1: Friday morning when the gym's closed. Okay. Um, but I think they let people even though the gym's closed come i think watch. they let people come watch not a lot of people do yeah. at least for the first 2 weeks um but yeah it's it's super chill not there weren't a lot of people that watched quarterfinals either just cuz there were so many of us going that it was hard to like say yeah you can come watch because when you have you know 20 athletes doing it it's
2: trying to do it yeah
1: yeah I want to correct you a bit because you
0: said when it gets hectic at quarterfinals, if you're in a gym where only like three people qualify for quarterfinals, not so hectic. Yeah. Not every gym is like mayhem. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: in 2021, we had I don't know how many people we had qualify for quarters at my dad's gym, but I think only three of us did it. And it was still... It was me, Taylor, and then another guy. And it was still, just with all the stuff you have to do with filming and everything, it's still a little hectic. Like, it's not sure easy. It's not, quarterfinals aren't necessarily fun for anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it's a lot in one weekend. I was just, I was giving you a hard time. But um, so with Rich kind of semi-retiring, not doing team anymore, is the barn kind of closed now? And yeah, people are more using the athlete area?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't – not a whole lot of people are going up there. Um, they have the studio up there for, like, the Mayhem Athlete on-demand workouts. So it gets – it does see quite a bit of use for that. But, yeah, I mean, it's – everybody's kind of just in the athlete facility um, or, or just in the main gym.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Rich, and then, Rich gets his house back. You know,
1: <laughs> I don't think he quite gets that yet. No.
0: <laughs> so last question you say you and you and Roman work out at eight thirty 30. Cause that's just what you guys prefer. Are there like training groups that like come in during the day? Like these three people do this, these two people kind of work out over here.
1: No. Um, for the most part, everybody gets there at like, well, they get there at various times, but for the most part, everybody kind of starts around 9.30. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't think there's really any reason why 9.30 is that number, but that just seems to be like the popular time for them. Uh, but it, it's different who works out with who um, in the off season, especially because like sometimes there's a workout that'll pop up and somebody's like, I don't really need to do that right now. So then they end up just maybe they do something completely on their own. Um, Haley's been doing a lot on her own or just like, um, some people that aren't athletes or even trying to be athletes will join in on her stuff and kind of just like do like her weight and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's different for the most part right now. Like the only like established like group, I guess would be Roman and I do his programming and everybody else. For the most part, is doing whatever Rich has, um, but Rich has been he's been gone a lot since the games. So when he's gone, then they kind of that group will kind of do their own thing still, but maybe it's not his stuff because he's not. A lot of the times, he's out in the mountains shooting elk, so he can't really be worried about their programming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for the most part, everybody knows what they need to work on right now. So um, if if there's a group of people. That know they have the same thing they're working on, then they'll tend to f- stay with each other the whole day. But like the mornings are a little more group based, I guess for the for that.
0: Does that make sense? Well, that's all I got. Kat, you got anything else?
2: I just want to thank everyone for the nice comments in the chat.
0: <laughs> what I want to say is, please stop. I have to Loving live it. with her <laughs> every day when all this <laughs> stuff happens.
2: Oh, I love so, it. So great.
0: You guys are you guys killing me, me just so you know.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, with that, hey. if you Logan's like what like you heard, what make sure.
0: <laughs> Every, everybody gotcha, is Logan. telling Kat how good she looks. Uh, Not me, though. So anyway, if you, if you like what you heard, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit that mm-hmm. notifier so you're the first to know when new um, episodes come out. And with that, we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Podcast. Thanks, Logan.
1: Thank you.